This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Do you ever get in your comfort zone and get thrown out of your comfort zone over really small, stupid stuff? I went to pull a, na- uh, a paper towel off the paper towel roll. And I don't know how long it's been since I got a full-size paper towel. You know, they went to the half sizes. Yeah. And it freaked me out because it just kept coming. Oh, really? Do you like the half size? That's the way I'm to go. I'm used to that. I mean, I you know, I think everybody goes, oh, you know, it's like woke oh, so you or something got because a full of half one. size. No, I got a full one and it yeah. freaked me out. Yeah, I, I don't Like remember. there was something wrong with my order. I mean, you know, like you wanted to do like a nice teen, like a clean tear. I also don't like when you get this. That make me weird. That, that doesn't make you weird. That that makes you type A a little bit. Yeah. No, I'm just saying you're so, you know, they introduced the half roll and you kind of, you, you thought, well, that's weird. And now we're just so quickly used to it that when you go back to the old way, it feels weird. I think there's a lot about our human behavior that's wrapped up into that. I would agree with that. Tanya Anders, uh, are you done doing the negotiating in the lobby? You know, it's always good to talk to people in the community. I love that. And when you have a role as a trustee, it's important, for Milligan, it's important to be able to have conversations with all levels of their team. Oh, I, I saw that you were engaged, and I yeah. thought, well, we've got to get you in here. Uh, <laughs> it was now, a good conversation. You, you brought uh, a couple of guests for you today. Before we introduce them, because I, I, these are great stories, and I, I, I think people really need to know if they've never been on your campus, uh, you know, people have stereotypes, people have whatever. Right. I, I just, I cannot sing the praises enough, not just because uh, I love you and and, uh, and respect you so much for what you do in the community, but just personally, I've been there, I've availed myself to these services and I've gone through this and you just treat people like people. In, in mm-hmm. a profession, it's easy to get clinical and for be, sure. you, you know, uh, and and so it's great you bring some people from the campus in yeah. because they deserve to get a uh, like a public pat on the back. They're the reason that all of this works, and so I'm going to start doing it more. Okay, well you're it's welcome. You, we, yeah. we've got four I only microphones. I freak people out a little bit when I ask them to come on, so it's I good know thing. Peggy was so nervous earlier. I felt so, so bad. I, I you know I, you know it's when you do this for so long, mm-hmm. you just you don't think about that no. anymore and and then you get people in and it's like it'll be okay i'll drive you all you, you know exactly just, i'll turn the turn signals on so true story i feel like i'm just having a conversation with you and sometimes i have to check myself and remember that there's other people listening so i should you know at least make sure the filters are correct uh, well <clears throat> don't get too scripted <laughs> we, we enjoy our winter days. all right yeah. so introduce me to our, our uh, two people who are joining us in studios here today yeah. and what role they play on the campus so uh, first i have michelle singer and michelle is a registered nurse, a graduate of Milligan University. I have known and worked with Michelle for almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. Does that make I us young? So. Yes. And um, she is our clinical director. And so and she, what does that mean? Well, okay, it's it's the person who makes sure that she leads all of the clinical staff. So all the nurses, all the CNAs and the medical assistants. And she is really the glue that keeps the whole clinic running. And there's several hundred appointments that happen in our clinic every single day. Okay, so it's see, a lot. That was a new number for me. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, this is the inside stuff that I think, you know, mm-hmm. you guys know and you speak a language, you, you mm-hmm. know, and you love the acronyms. And then you talk to people and I'm not sure they know. 200 a day? Uh, yeah. Yes, 200 a day. At least throughout the clinic. All right. And, and so I imagine that that is like, I just keep looking at like plates spinning, you know, that you're trying to keep all of that up at the same time. Yeah. What is that like on a day out? It's exactly like that. Okay. So um, there are so many moving pieces and, you know, that's what I love. There is, there's never a dull moment, but it's a very controlled um, busyness and um, it is very, it is very busy. It has a very busy feel, um, but we just stay connected to one another. And I think that's the key. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming that you're responsible uh, for this mood that I'm talking about and, and mm-hmm. how people are treated. That mm-hmm. you're, It's just not a number. It's not just 200, it's 200 individuals yes. that maybe, you know, we don't generally go get health care because we want to, right? I mean, so it, there's anxiety, there's, mm-hmm. you, you know, fear, there's people are on edge, right. you know. How do you manage that and how do you keep the staff so human? Yes, I, I think that is really a good recognition. Um, so, you know, my leadership style is, is very intentional, but it's very simple. So I lead with love and what that looks like is kindness and respect and, um, investment into relationships, into people, into training and education. And, um, I think when we set the stage with that, it makes, it, it makes everyone realize that these are human beings on maybe their worst day that are coming to see us and we can be there with our best selves. You say that like everybody does it and they don't. I mean, I, I, mean, I always use the DMV as an example. I mean, <laughs> you know, things that are institutionalized yeah. or if you're supposed to be, you know, serving the underserved, that sometimes it's just sort of us versus them versus the way I feel when I'm on your campus, mm-hmm. which is completely opposite. Of yes. That. We so are, we are just in the take, human family well, all together. Take the pat on the back because you deserve it. Not everybody does that. Some people just see the 200 appointments uh, and it just becomes a number to them, right? Mm-hmm. You're right. And, and you know, I've known Michelle for many, many years and know that her philosophy and leadership style matches what I'm trying to achieve. And so it's intentional that we bring people like Michelle and there's lots of other people on the campus who, who are like that, who, who want to serve others and lead the way Michelle leads. And so it's, it's an honor and a privilege to have her on the team. This is her authentic self. This is how she lives her life. And she brings that with her every day to crossing. Well, it shows yeah. and, and, and you can you. feel it when you go on campus. Now, I know you've also been working with Dr. Morris, uh, uh, helping with the selection of, of candidates for the CNA program. Yes. I, I feel like, I don't know what we were waiting for in this area. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the article I sent you about the, the stand up sure. nurse yeah. uh, and the profession. I, I, I know the nurses are running everything and it's about mm-hmm. time we acknowledge that and, and, and give them the respect they deserve. But there is such a huge shortage, right? Yes. That we now have to think about a field where people would come to you. Now you have to go to them. Right. I think, you know, the, the selection of people that we're bringing into the profession needs to be intentional and people need to enter the profession for the right reason. Um, you know, it's not, there's a lot of ways to make a lot more money and it really needs to be that have, you have to have the heart for, of a nurse. And um, that's what we're looking for. And that's what we select when we hire people on campus. We are looking for that, um, you know, intentional willingness to care for other other people. Which, um, which a, leads us to our state. third guest. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, absolutely. Eternity, how are you this morning? I'm good, how are you? It's good to see you again. Good to see you. All right, so you went through Dr. Morris's program, right? Yes. What was that experience like? It was fun. It, I got to connect with other people, a lot of different personalities, um, clinicals. It was a lot different than where I'm working now, but it taught me a lot of different things that I wasn't aware of. So, yeah, it was a great experience. All right. Before you started that program, could you see where you are now? I mean, no. I mean, so that's the important thing, right? I, I think yeah. oftentimes that barrier for young people today is if they can't see themselves in it or they can't see that opportunity. And yeah. once you get your eyes open, right, then the world's yours. I mean, you go for anything you want to go for. So what what is your life like now on the campus uh, at Crossing? Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I love crossing. When when I was in high school, I didn't think about entering the healthcare field until I was introduced into Dr. Morris's program. 
So whenever we got done with that and she introduced me to crossing, it wasn't what I thought it would be. Like going through orientation, it showed me a lot of in the tour, it showed me a lot of different things that crossing offered. And it's just a great facility. It really is. I love my job dealing with the daily patient care. I wouldn't change it for the world. So I'm going to brag on Eternity because Michelle shared with me something this morning that Eternity is now orienting new staff. You guys want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So Eternity, one of her strengths, so I always try to um, really recognize what what makes people special and what makes people stand out. And Eternity is a natural teacher. So she has um, just the most kind and um, laid back way of instructing new staff. And that has worked very well with her preceptee. So I think we found it a new, a new strength for eternity yeah. as well. See, isn't it great? Uh, yeah. You know, I, I think uh, we keep, as people, we keep ourselves down just by mm-hmm. not, you know, yeah. realizing opportunity or, or believing in yourself sometimes or knowing that it's even a path you can take. We, we find it, you know, with the Ag Academy and other mm-hmm. things, it's like, you know, uh, we we sat here with the agribusiness capital of the world for sixty years, and no one thought uh, right. I've got nine thousand kids, and why aren't they thinking about careers <laughs> in this? Exactly. Same thing with healthcare, and and I'm a believer that it's you know anybody's capable of anything mm-hmm. if you just put it in front of them and let them see themselves in it and give them a pathway you can move mountains. Uh, and I think we're going to see that mm-hmm. HR isn't going to be, you know, what HR has been for a long, long time. You're going to have to take stuff to people, you know, at a younger age, you're going to have to recruit in a whole different way. Yeah. Uh, and, and right now I'm assuming it's still a very lucrative path, uh, you know, in the nursing field because everybody's mm-hmm. competing, right? You're correct. Mm-hmm. And, and what we're trying to do is, is really build upon some of the things that, Dr. Morris has done and what Richland is doing and try to have tiered roles in our organization leading towards higher level healthcare jobs to sort of help people and guide them as as they go down their path in, in healthcare. So we recently partnered with Richland. We took the role of CNA1, which is people who have basic CNA training, which a lot of that training and education is geared more toward the nursing home setting. Right. Um, and a lot of the skills that we need in the office setting um, are just different. And so we worked with Richland and their nursing program or their nursing instructors did some training and education to upskill the staff to a CNA two role. And now they have more of the of the skill set needed for an office setting. And, and that came along with a raise. And then the next thing that Michelle has done is she's hired a medical assistant, which is sort of the next level of cert- training and certification 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 Mm -hmm. and she will then start to bring our cna2s through medical assistant training which would then result in another pay increase i I don't know a field that has more upward mobility (laughs) one of the my favorite things and i've seen it a lot of times on linkedin is you know somebody who the end result is white coat and i'm a doctor but it started out and and they have all their name id Mm -hmm. you you know badges of how they moved up uh, which is amazing, and yeah. right now it's never been more amazing. And and this grow your own thing, mm-hmm. uh, while hard for me to believe we weren't embracing this yeah. all the time, we certainly as a community want brain power to come to our community. Sure. I mean, there's it's always a mix of mm-hmm. getting people to move here to take jobs, but growing your own. I mean, we've got a you know we have seven thousand plus kids in District sixty one, right? That are our future employees if right. we do the right thing. Well, there's a million reasons why this is a win win, but one of them is also for our patients. And so when young children come in to the clinic for their appointments and they look up and they see the person that pulls them from the waiting room and gets their vital signs and they can see themselves in those folks 
it gives them hope that there is a path. And so there's lots of reasons why it's really important that we invest in the people in our community and then help them grow to be the ones to invest in the next generation. And there's a lot of power in that. And and so we're really excited that we can do that through partnerships with Dr. Morris and with Richland. You know, it's it's the future for us, for our workforce. How many employees are crossing? There are about 200 full-time employees um, or FTEs. And so that's um, that number is fluid. FTEs. Well, this is what I'm talking equivalents. about. Right. I know it's about 170 actual people. I okay. Would, I would say plus or minus a couple. All right. It's we just a, hired five more this week. I just so. think it's a bigger place than most people it, imagine. If they haven't been, they haven't yes. been on mm-hmm. campus. Yeah. All right. You guys stick tight. We're gonna take a, a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Colleen Brinkotter with Brinkotter Realtors. Are you thinking of buying or selling a home? Give me a call. Colleen, 217-433-9068. Whether you're a first-time home buyer, moving up or downsizing or relocating, from the staging, marketing, to negotiating, to close. With over 25 years of experience, I can assist with making this a stress-free adventure. Call me, Colleen, 217-433-9068. I would love the opportunity to list your home to get it sold for you or find you a house to make your new home. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. in bed all morning just to pass the time. There's something wrong here, there can be no denying. So... Where did where is that documentary available? It's it's MGM Plus now or whatever it's called. It used Correct. to be Epics. That's uh, right. It's about Laurel Canyon mm-hmm. and and uh, there was a time uh, in, in California in, in the Laurel Canyon neighborhood, which is what they call what the Bird Streets now or whatever. But every major musician, uh, they all lived there. I mean, it was really? just one big party. So uh, they go house to house. I mean, some of the greatest music in rock and roll history all created in this neighborhood. And there's a, there's a two-part documentary. Uh, I mean, it's Joni Mitchell, it's Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I mean, it's just, the list goes on and on and on and on for old people. Eternal, you wouldn't probably care anything about it at all. She's uh, smiling, yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, Nick, Nick pissed, picked this uh, this playlist today, uh, and it's mellow, which kind of mi- it fits. I, I think it, it probably has something to do with Thank what was that. being smoked every night uh, in the, that neighborhood. <laughs> had a distinct smell, yeah, probably. All right, so uh, if people are interested, I mean, clearly, uh, Dr. Morse is ramping up for the sure. summer program again. Uh, I, I think that you know it is hard to move the world three hundred people at a time. Uh, right. You you move the world ten at a time, fifteen mm-hmm. at a time change lives that way, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the idea that they've gone two years in a row, 100%, you know, and, and placement. Uh, some of those kids are going back for their senior year of high school, and they yeah. already have, you know, a head mm-hmm. start. Uh, so I know that's ramping up for the summer. There's some other conversations. What else are you doing to sort of recruit and retain? And retain's the biggest part of recruit, right? Yeah. Because if someone, you can get them to come, but if they're not happy, then somebody else is knocking on their door. Right. Well, the good news is, is that, 
if we were having this conversation a year ago, I would tell you we have a lot of open positions and and we were getting a little discouraged, wouldn't you say, about a year ago because we yeah, were it was rough a year ago. Yeah. We were struggling to find people that, you know, reflected our core values. And it was a challenge. But I think it was also a reflection of just where people were at from a mental health standpoint in society. And over the past year, I would say it's much, much better. We have very few open positions right now. Um, we're hiring, you know, physicians and some nurse practitioners and PAs, but our support staff, you're pretty close, aren't you? We're very close. We do have a, a, a couple of open CNA or CMA positions mm-hmm. um, that we are interviewing for. So we, there's there's a couple, but it's a very stable very stable staff right now. Yeah. Right. And, and building a culture is harder even than filling slots. Cause Absolutely. if you're just trying to fill slots, mm-hmm. y- you know, you might, you, you put the wrong people in place. You might be losing good people Correct. as a result. So yeah. I'm, I'm doing it the right way is harder and takes longer, but man, in the long run, it has to pay off for the organization, right? It does. And, and you remember about three weeks ago, we did a hiring fair yes. and that was really it was Michelle and the team doing the interviews. Mm-hmm. And again, we know team interviews are a lot of investment of time, but I think that it's to protect that culture that they have, they've worked hard to build. All right. What did you think of Dr. Morris? I, I've got a text from her, so I'm going to give you a test. What did you, did you think she was mean when you first met her? <laughs> Be honest. <laughs> well, I didn't think she was mean. It was tough love. And now I appreciate her so much because she got me where I am today. You, you know, sometimes uh, you got to kick indoors in yeah. life. Uh, and it is hard because what you guys are doing and in here talking about isn't just sort of the norm. And when you're trying to do things mm-hmm. in a different way, man, it can be a lot of barricades thrown at you because people are comfortable just being comfortable. And that's mm-hmm. what I appreciate about Dr. Morris is uh, sometimes she's got to do it a little different way. Yeah. But but at the end. You yeah. understood, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally Pretty understand. amazing. What would you suggest to, you know, kids coming up behind you, you know, at MacArthur, Eisenhower, uh, that might be interested in doing this? Uh, I mean, would you, you know, if, if somebody asked you, hey, what did you get out of this? Is it something I should do? What would you say to them? What did I get out of it? I get, you know, when I go home every day, I get the reward of feeling like I helped someone. So it just feels good to know that you helped someone that day. And I was just let them know, like, be focused. Make sure there's something you really want to do because you can't help others if you don't really want to do it. It's just something you have to have in your heart, like Michelle said. All right, and, and that's your culture you're building out there. Correct. That's cool. Yeah. It really is. Uh, well, guys, we appreciate it. Uh, keep up the great work, and, and I expect that there's a promotion every time eternity comes back, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the next phase and the next phase. She's, her future is bright, and she drives that train. She's got so many great plans for herself. We're just really happy that she partners with us to to walk alongside her in her in her quest. Yeah, her would future. you imagine that you'd be doing the orientation? <laughs> I would be very grateful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty crazy how uh, mm-hmm. how quickly things can happen mm-hmm. for people if you just get all the right connections. And I think yeah. we're doing a better job we of that are. as a community than yeah. we have. We're so interconnected, and I think that's what's important is that everyone has to realize that and then you know just work together because, to your point, it's people like Eternity. You get to know folks in this community. We have a beautiful people in this community who can help others. We just have to give them a path. And Dr. Morris started that work. It's pretty amazing. All right. Tanya and Michelle and uh, Eternity, thank you for being here today. We appreciate it. Have thank a great you. week. Thank you for yeah, having us. patience to take care of. Yeah, you. I know. It's, we got to get you down there and, and let you start doing the love thing. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.